Hey everyone, my name is Brandon Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Superlip Podcast. Intro music. The Superlip Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, Soapy. Hi. Hi. Um, we're back to books, it seems. We remembered how to read. I do I do declare I remember how to read. <laughs> I do declare. Before it's, we start. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I just let you know that uh-huh. when I finish a book on my Kobo, it like boots up the book that I was like if I'm it was I was reading something before mm-hmm. it'll like just like put, go right put it back, back to, to the that. top of the queue. Yeah. Would you like to see? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, is it it's uh, blurry. It's, it's blurred. blurring. It's <gasps> saying no, you're not allowed to know. It's, it should be blurred. Okay, hold on. Um anyway. I thought that said cat boy, and that's why I was like, oh, there's the sham. It's called cowboy in a kilt. <laughs> Can that happen? Yeah, why not? Does the union allow that? Anyway, this week we are talking about End Papers, a novel by Jennifer Saverin Kelly. Jennifer's pronouns are in the back of the book. They are she, they, she, they, mm-hmm. boom. And they are, uh, <laughs> I looked at the the little author's bio um, mm-hmm. after we read this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, is this book autobiographical in any way? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yeah, right? What's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah. So I I just wanted to point that out really quick. Um, we were going to <laughs> read this book um before my trip to Ireland, and then um my trip to Ireland happened. So uh <laughs> and all the stress that leads up to leaving the country in any way, shape, or form. So yeah, this was technically part of our like summer reading quote unquote if you will but mm-hmm. um i'm kind of glad that i read it now i feel like i tried when i first started trying to read it i like i my brain just like wasn't working um mm-hmm. so i'm glad we did a little television break because that that yes. was like it was kind of fun we had to talk about Heartstoppers. we had to talk about Heartstopper. yeah you know and if anyone wants to talk about Heartstopper, i'm right here yeah sophie is right there yes. please we're begging please talk to them please Please, someone talk to me about her. This is, this so is I can the stop one, annoying Brendan. This is the one to annoying me. You think I'm annoyed? I've been trying to get you to read this goddamn comic for years. <laughs> it only took it's a literally, years. I've been following on Webtoons for years. I just am bad at reading things. I understand. It's okay. I'm deep diving now. Yeah. So do you want to read the book sleeve? Oh, wait, you don't have a book sleeve. I don't have a book sleeve. I'm about to start leaving the book sleeve in your room. You could do that if you want. Yeah. Okay, I was che- I was checking to see if I had it somewhere in the digital copy, but I don't think I do. I think that's something they need to include in digital copies of books. You yeah, know, a little something. 
So I'll read the book sleeve to you. So a queer book conservator finds a mysterious old love letter setting off a search for the author who wrote it and for a meaningful life beyond the binary in early 2000s New York City. It's 2003, and artist Dawn Levitt is stuck, a bookbinder who works at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. She spends all day repairing old books, but hasn't created anything of her own in years. What's more, although she doesn't have a word for it yet, Dawn is genderqueer, and with a partner who wishes she were a man and a society that wants her to be a woman, she's struggling to feel safe expressing herself. Dawn spends her free time scouting the city's street art, hoping to find the inspiration that will break her artistic block and time of all of its essence because she's making her major gallery debut in six weeks and doesn't have anything to show yet. One day at work, Dawn discovers something hidden under the end papers of an old book, the torn off cover of a lesbian pulp novel from the 1950s with an illustration of a woman looking into a mirror and seeing a man's face. Even more intriguing is the queer love letter written on the back. Dawn becomes obsessed with tracking down the author of the letter, convinced a mysterious writer can help her find her place in the world. Her fixation only increases when her best friend Jay is injured in a hate crime for which Dawn feels responsible. But ultimately for Dawn, the trickiest puzzle to solve is how she truly wants to live her life. A sharply written page turning an evocative debut and papers is an unforgettable story about the journey toward authenticity and the hard conversations we owe ourselves in the pursuit of a world where no one has to hide. That was the whole plot. I'm not kidding. Um, I didn't, when I read that, like when I picked up the book, I must have forgotten the like major gallery debut in six weeks. I don't recall reading that in the description. Um, and I kind of like that. I didn't know that going into the book. Cause it was like kind of a surprise for me. Yeah. And that then, was like a movie the, trailer that gives away the ending. And then the, yeah. And then the, the hate crime I thought was like an immediate top of book thing. This book is 334 pages. Nope. 324 pages sorry mm-hmm. 324 pages so i really thought it was at like top of top of book if you will um the book is broken into three parts ps mm-hmm. i think the thing that i want to start off with is um sophie and i were literal children in the year 20 2003 oh my god say so almost 2023 in the year 2003 mm-hmm. so um a lot of ago. yeah exactly and a lot of the context of like what happened in new york in that that time frame i think for me i can speak for myself here i have no idea what it was like um i remember my dad coming back and forth from work and like hearing how new york was um mm-hmm. but i i think a lot of the nuance because i was a kid like i didn't i didn't really know how like the city was but uh, it was interesting to read something f- that from this specific time period. Yeah. And the, I guess, literally 20 years. T- t- <laughs> this book takes place 20 years ago, uh, which is, like, weird to say because it doesn't feel like it It was 20 years ago. My Literally, my first note is, I love mm. Jay, and they're an extremely supportive friend, and I was distressed for the second half of this book. Yeah. Um he gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I like Jay. Um I think um, when Jay gets hurt, because it's in the book sleeve, so I guess we can talk about it. Um, when Jay gets hurt, their reaction of like kind of turning off and like shutting down 
Mm -hmm. and like kind of becoming like a much less patient person. Mm -hmm. It like kind of sucked to read, but also at the same time, I think it sucked because I feel like when I, it feels like excusable, you know, it's like, I'm reading it. I'm reading it from the perspective of like our, our hero, you know, of, of Dawn. Our and, protagonist, yeah. Yeah, our protagonist. And I was trying to think of, like, a gender-neutral way to say hero. <laughs> I was like, well, hero. Um, <laughs> and um, I think because I'm reading it through their perspective and I see that they're trying and they're incredibly anxious while it's happening, mm-hmm. I think that, for me, I know that when I feel like something is my fault, um, I also become this person that's like, I need to literally, like wash my wash my friend's feet like it just becomes yeah. this thing of like what can i do for you to make this better don't say nothing because i have to do something and if not uh-huh. i'll feel worse and that yeah. makes the other person feel worse because they don't yeah. want anything done it's a really fun back and forth um i feel like i understand why jay was like bitch i need for you to <laughs> brother i'm begging you please calm down yeah no um but also, like, at the same time, like, I was a little miffed with Jay because it did feel like he was flirting with Lucas. I guess. But it seemed like that was, like, an established part of their relationship already. Yeah. Which is, like, I can't. That, oh, everything. Okay. Let's just get into it. Let's get into <laughs> it. Um, so, I really enjoyed this book. I had a great time reading it i would highly recommend it it was extremely interesting and i think the reason i liked it so much is because the main characters are like not really good people yeah they're (laughs) They're terrible (laughs) young so like it makes sense there's like a lot of mistakes happening and -hmm. it's like but it's like i don't know i like that they were really messy because i was like oh yeah these are like real fucking people messy queers nice yeah i love a messy queer yeah Mm -hmm. but there was like so many points where like every time anything happened with Lucas or Jay or like even just like Don's coworkers, they mm-hmm. were like, because we're through the entire story is like through Don's perspective. Like we pretty yeah. much only get her POV. Mm-hmm. So like everything is interpreted through how she's like experiencing things. And there were so many things where she like the narration would be like, well. Clearly, this is how this person feels. Clearly, this is what's happening. This is exactly like what's going on. And I was like, is it? Did you ask them? Have you talked to this person? You're just putting your thoughts into their head and you're saying that this is what's going on. And it was like, I was getting frustrated reading it because I was like, just talk to each other. Just please, I'm fucking begging you to talk to each other. And it, no. Like, it wasn't happening. And it was like, yeah. well, Obviously, you feel this way, so da 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 da. And then the person would be like, "What?" And they'd be like, "See," and then like leave the room, and I'd be like, "That's not a conversation. You didn't no. think you just did wasn't a conversation." So what um, I'm hearing is that every one of the people in this novel needs to be in fucking therapy. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's 2000. Well, I think everyone so, like, in New York in 2003 is, yeah. also probably needed therapy. Um, but there was just like I think I mean, yeah. There was so much. I really loved Don's like weird gender struggle. I thought that was like extremely well done because it just mm-hmm. like doesn't make sense. It's like 
especially if like you're a person who's like a f- floating in space basically like very uh-huh. like i'm not like i i'm there's the binary is not she does not compute um it's not giving it's not giving so like the like constant like confusion and frustration i understand but there was just like so many moments where like and like this is true it could be true but it's like we were literally because we're only given one character's perspective but there was like so many mm-hmm. moments where don was like i know that you want like talking to lucas like i know you want me to be a guy and that's the problem and he like doesn't respond because it's like i don't know how i would respond to that yeah. and then it's like immediate self-destruction i'm like Okay, so the thing is, is like, did he say that at one point? Are you just like interpreting things? And then like, like, it was a lot of that. There was a lot of projection happening. I feel like understandably so. An entirely real thing that happens is a real experience. So extremely well, well written character. Yeah, I feel like especially (laughs) that, um, that feels like when, as I was reading it, I was like, Luca, I think. Maybe I think Lucas sucked because a he's like not willing to commit or like reciprocate these feelings and in a way that's like frustrating. And I I have experienced that before where it's like, okay, I feel like I'm committing to this and I'm asking, like, is this a thing or not? And you just keep giving me like half-assed answers that like I should know mm-hmm. what that means. Yeah. And I think we've all been in that situation where, like, you're saying to someone, like, hey, I love you, and you get, like, a half-assed response back, and it's like, okay, it's like a, sh- fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. It's like a, it's like that cycle fool me three of, times. like, fool me three times, call me Don Levitt. Um, <laughs> fool me four times. <laughs> I'm having um, a party. <laughs> Five times? Yeah. Admit well, me. Well, <laughs> I just, like, couldn't tell what the vibe was, because, like, it seemed like a lot of things were very frantic and like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if someone was like it, very, very aggressively like, what are we? And I was just like, uh, I need like a minute to think about that. And then they just were like, ah, fuck, give me an answer. And then like storm out. And I'd be like, okay. Me trying to get us <laughs> to decide what we're ordering for dinner. Which is like, I... I don't know. It's so I feel like conflicted because I feel like I'm a like I'm a, a Lucas in a lot of situations where I'm like I need like 20 minutes to process what you just said to me before I have a response. But it's like also, and I'm done. Yeah, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating on both sides. So I don't know that. Yeah, the book sleeve being like Lucas wants Don to be a boy, and I'm like, does he? Because that's not like ever uh, that's not a conversation that they have that we see that's just like a feeling that don is always anxious about which is like again understandable relatable extremely real human emotion but like isn't we talk (laughs) isn't lucas like kind of like a gay person like a he he's also like very gender queer, like wears like feminine mm-hmm. clothing and stuff. Times so they're both like both of them are very like gender queer people. Mm-hmm. But it also, but it's like it was just like it was it was frustrating to like read that like Dawn was like I want to be masculine and I enjoy dressing masculine, but I also want to be feminine and like have a female body and like 
be at peace in a female body will also be met like ve- like literally gender queer just like mm-hmm. I am I am all of the things and then be like well my <laughs> um <laughs> i can't say that um no i literally cannot say that word like i physically my body will not let me say that word oh is it the answer yeah oh okay (laughs) but like (laughs) but like no john is like extremely genderqueer and like very like masculine in a female body but also Mm -hmm. feminine and like a masculine body like literally yeah both things and then like my stupid little gay boy friend who like Mm -hmm. likes to wear dresses sometimes (laughs) clearly likes men only and it's like okay babe what's the what's happening (laughs) yeah but again an extremely real experience of like a queer person to be like, mm-hmm. I'm gender fluid. I'm all things. I am infinite. And then you look at like, and then you're British and, and, you, and you become British. <laughs> and, you and then become you British. look at like someone who's like masculine presenting, but wearing makeup. I don't know. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of like a situation and be like, wow, look at that gay ass boy. <laughs> it's like, okay. So the thing that you don't want to have happen to the you. Thing, yeah, the thing you don't want to happen to have happen to you and is constantly happening to you and upsets you or is a thing you're doing to other people. It's what? like this weird gay on gay crime. You love to participate in gay on gay crime. I love to pitch. I love a messy gay. Gay yeah. people can be terrible too. Mm-hmm. I think once we accept that, the world will be a little bit better. Remember um, when I said that people were reacting to Heartstopper poorly because they wanted messy gay people? <laughs> this is yeah. the look that they're looking for. <laughs> you should read. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read this. You'll have a great time. I um, mean, I did have a great time. I'm glad that I had a minute to read this book because it was. Um, it's a lot heavier. I think also like the hate crime that happens is jarring. I think that there are are a lot of parallels in this book. So, like, um, Dawn's relationship with Alice and Dawn's relationship with Lucas is the same. If you, like, take it out and look at it in terms of, like, I felt this person didn't like me because I was too masculine. I felt Mm -hmm. like this person didn't like me because I was too feminine. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, like, a parallel in that aspect. And it seemed like up until that point that is the type of person that Dawn attracted and mm-hmm. Dawn put her, put themselves into a situation in which, you know, we all do this. We put ourselves in a situation and then we go, Oh shit. Like I actually don't want to put up with this. I was allowing this to happen. I was allowing a behavior that I saw as bad to continue well past the point of it being like a healthy thing. So like, mm-hmm. I think Lucas and Dawn should have broken up immediately because they weren't you know they weren't getting like they were they were clearly in different head spaces dawn likes to have for example dawn really likes to have penetrative sex it seems like that's Mm. something they're looking for um they want certain things that lucas is like i can't do this i can't do it and Mm -hmm. i i also think that if that's a conversation you both come to the conclusion like this is fine that's cool but it also felt like Don was trying to force Lucas to do something that he physically did not want to do. And it was mm-hmm. uncomfortable for him to the point where he cries at one point. Just like 
it's Again, just like talk to each other. Yeah. I'm begging. Or also just break up. Or just break up. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, like you, you guys are at different places. You want different things physically, emotionally, like a lot of different things. Like the boxes are not, it's like when you're looking at a Sephora membership, it's like your entry level, your rouge. It's like two people who have never, ever interacted with each other at all, like trying to figure out what they want from each other. Well. And also the parallel between the attack that Jay, like that happens with Jay. And mm-hmm. um, her like witnessing this and mm-hmm. what's happening, what what happens with uh, Gertrude and Marta, I think the mm-hmm. their name is, is mm-hmm. like a parallel as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really well done the way that that was like a parallel, but it wasn't exact, but it also was at the same time. It was, it, it was the same, but different, if you will. The same, but different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting in the book. It didn't feel like, Oh, of course, like, it didn't feel, like, dry the way it was done in that aspect. Like, it felt interesting. Um, okay. Because, I, you know, if, like, something like that happens in a book and it's like, oh, this is a parallel. Like, it, oh, okay, it, felt, yeah, yeah. Han- it felt handled well. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was very interesting, the way that it was written. Um, Jennifer does, I think, a great job with that. And also, mm-hmm. I like that um, this book has, like, a, a touch of religion in it, but like it's not important, but it also is at the same time. Um, oh I thought yeah, that was, like interesting. I love that Don is Jewish, and it's, it's usually like Catholicism. I feel like it is brought up. I feel like that's usually the one that like. Yeah, we don't talk about like, the gay Jews enough. No, um, we don't. Um, <laughs> go watch Bottoms if you want to see that. God, yeah, God yeah. forbid you're gently. Uh, gender nonconforming. If your family is at all Jewish, like, <laughs> Jewish, like like uh, conservative, like goes to temple, like regularly yeah. vibes. Um, I think this book ticks off like a lot of like you were religious in your your current past life, if you will. Um, <laughs> you're you're like experiencing like queer drama and also trauma at the same time. It's just like does mm-hmm. a lot, um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like any of those subjects were like picked up and then just like the book ends and you're like, wait, come back. Wait, come back. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, that it was like, like a very, like it was like a positive experience too. Mm -hmm. like later on, like towards more of like the climax of what's going on when kind of every, all the shit is hitting the fan at once. Yeah. Um, and Don goes to like a temple and like talks to a rabbi and it's like kind of a nice, like peaceful moment in the book. Yeah. That I thought that was really nice. Yeah. I think I it, like when authors or like TV shows do that. They're like, this is supposed to be like a comfortable place. That's it. Like it, nothing. And it's not. Yeah. Here. It wasn't like, oh, she's having like a moment where she's going to be like religious now or like, yeah. like there's, a, there's like actually like literally like a crisis of like faith in the, in the temple. And then like, is this blasphemous that I'm trying to pray because I don't actually believe in God like that. Mm-hmm. It's an extremely complex, like kind of um scene i think that worked really well because it was like religious but not like overbearing or like mm-hmm. preachy but it was still kind of like this is a space of like comfort and like you can find that without being fully like indoctrinated into like the religion mm-hmm. um and i think that that is kind of like a thing that's not necessarily i don't think i see that much in media full stop mm-hmm. that much but 
definitely queer media because I feel like queer media, religious stuff is like all or nothing. You either have yeah. like the like super like the villain is the church, which is like very true in a lot of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just like your like terrible things, horrible things, everyone who's at the church. But the church is like a villain. So it's like, and then the preacher's a villain, and like all the people who are in the congregation is villain or like the whatever. Um, or you have like the inverse where it's like, we're a happy gay church and our preacher's gay and everyone here is gay and it's super positive. It's like never like a middle a realistic, or like a yeah. neutral. It's one extreme or the other. So I really liked that. Sorry, I just went on a ramble. No, you know that I have this whole podcast. a very interesting relationship with uh, the Catholic religion. Um, and I don't. No. Every day I learn a different kind of Christianity that was that I didn't know about. People are yeah. like, oh, these are the different ones. And I'm like, those aren't the ones who do this. And I'm like, no, that's this one. I'm like, there's too many of them. It really isn't that many, but there are at the same time. <laughs> it's really interesting. But it's nice and like, because I feel like I see it a lot in a, like a TV show situation where it's like someone will go and like the church is just like kind of part. It feels like British television a lot. The church is just like part of the community and mm-hmm. people go because, you know, it's the the thing you do. And the priest is always like struggling with something. They're a young priest. They're trying to get people to go back to church or something. I feel like that's usually what it is. And I feel like queer people have a very um, special relationship with religion, especially people who like grew up being religious. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, this is like a very, I think, thoughtful telling of like, you know, I'm I'm having the absolute worst experience in New York right now. Yeah, um, I was just assaulted. I'm going into this this um, temple. I, I was <laughs> my brain was going shalom, synagogue, shalom, yeah, shalom, shalom. <laughs> That's the word I was hearing. Shabbat shalom. Um, yeah, exactly. Like I'm going to this <clears throat> place because I did find it like a safe place at one point in my life. Like mm-hmm. why can't I now? And the the rabbi that's talking to her is very much like, "You all right? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you, you good, don't ma'am? you don't um, can I call someone for you? <laughs> Which is I I feel like that's what they should do, you know? Yeah. But um, it was just like a very interesting like point of the book that um isn't just brought up only once, which I liked. It's like brought up a few times, um, in different ways. And I like that also, um, you know, the the mystery writer of the love letter, we find out, mm-hmm. like, that they escaped the Holocaust. And I, I think this is, like, maybe, because these are also adults that we're reading about. They're, like, maybe 26, 27, I want to say. Yeah. In they're, that time. Yeah, they're y- yeah. young adults. Yeah. yeah. And we don't mean young adults like a 20-year-old, like actual young adults. Yeah. Um, your brain's fully cooked, but I don't necessarily know if you're ready. For <laughs> Maybe life yet. we should put it in the microwave for just two more minutes. <laughs> the bowl is warm, but the thing is cold. That's what it feels like with Dawn. Your mid 20s is the bowl is warm, but the food's still cold. Yeah. <laughs> but, Damn. That's uh, some philosophical shit right there. You're so welcome. It's I'm really on one right now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it. Um, it feels like uh, maybe because like these are also like older adults. Um, it's like their relationship 
specifically dawns to like this person is like a, a different kind of parallel, if you will. Like Dawn is trying to figure out like who she is. Like, if, like, is there like a, what am I situation going on? Um, mm-hmm. I think with Gertrude, it's like a, I knew what I was, but I wasn't allowed to be. You can be more so than I was. Please mm-hmm. stop hiding who you are. Yeah. Um, I thought that was just like a really interesting story. Um, or like thread through the book, I would I would say. And I also like that um I feel like because it is a book about New York too, um, like you can't and it's about art, I feel like it would have been um a disservice to not talk about like street art, especially in the year two thousand three, like right mm-hmm. after nine eleven. And it was interesting that like both sides of like what was going on at the time are brought up in terms of like there's like incredibly super racist art that's like very anti-Muslim. Um yeah. and there's like art that's like fuck the government. It's just like it's like a very interesting, like both sides, I feel like evenly displayed. Um and I feel like when you're writing a book too, like you can create kind of like a fantasy of like, oh, I didn't see any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think would have been realistic. Um, but they made it like realistic in a way that I could believe that I, I like of seeing both of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, I think as a person who I think has been experiencing art blog for a long time um, in terms of like photography, I think it was interesting to see someone like working through that mm-hmm. and working with street artists and also like slowly working through this art project. Like, how did you feel about like, Dawn working through this art project like did you feel like oh I like I feel this I relate to this like having oh yeah absolutely yeah because yeah no the I I don't know if you know this about me but Mm -hmm. um I'm an extremely uh internal person uh I don't know. Is that, is that the right word? I don't know. I feel like you're very external. Like you're like an external hard drive. You're like pretty <laughs> external, you know, like everything about you is on the outside. Um, yeah, no, I really, I wear my heart on my sleeve and really open about my um, emotions and thoughts and stuff. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the, the process, like the beginning of the process when she's like basically like I mean, literally, like forced to start creating because like, yeah. you need to do this art show. Um, it's an extremely like a uh, huge opportunity. If you pass this up, um, you won't because we're not letting you. Um, basically, yeah, <laughs> like what Jay did. But um, Jay was holding a small gun and going, "Listen, bitch, I already signed you up. Uh-huh. You're in. You're going to be in the gallery." They have but I think that kind of if like you don't do it. You have to pay them. <laughs> that overwhelming feeling of like basically paralysis where you were like well I can't create anything because the thing I want to create is like not meaningful enough it's like does it have like enough purpose and oh my god yeah that kind of but that overwhelming amount of energy on top of like being in New York in 2003 and like Mm -hmm. seeing the art that's been created at that time and then also Mm -hmm. just like being a person who's like experiencing a lot of things about gendered sexuality and just like yeah. have tried to be like, I have to make the perfect art that represents all of my feelings at once. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you literally could just do whatever you want and just put it on paper. And then you made art and that's mm-hmm. art. You can do, you could just like spit on a piece of paper and that's art. Yeah. I, I like, I, not everyone's going to like it, Yeah, but it's still like, I think you created 
Yeah. Um, so that like struggle that Don goes through of like kind of just being like, mm-hmm. I want to do this one thing. Cause like, I feel like pretty early on, she like kind of clearly has an idea of like what she wants to do, but is like so convinced that it's not like good enough that she's like, well, I can't do this. I have to do something else. Yeah. With um, your, I think block happens because you're talking yourself out of it. Exactly. You literally like the only way to get out of art block is to just start doing shit and just like yeah. keep doing it. Like, yeah. I feel like I pick up my camera and I'm like, oh no, this is, I mean, it doesn't matter because if I post it on Instagram, no one's going to see it because the algorithm is fucked and it'll just be bad because I'm a bad artist. And that's just like a cyclical, like constantly yeah. flowing thing until I get sad and decide to paint myself in a clown mask. And then it's like, oh, here we go. I'm going to make art now. It's just, it, this is exactly what I think is happening with Dawn. Okay. Yeah. I've got an idea for a photo shoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I have like random quotes that I pulled, like that I like highlighted while I was reading. And mm. most of them are just stupid. Um, Love that. One, well, I mean, okay. Yeah. Like one, one of the ones that I have highlighted is like when Gertrude is like calls late, uh, like later on in the book, uh, mm-hmm. I think. To, as like a follow-up after they've met <laughs> she just goes i'm not dying yet i'm just putting you on hold <laughs> um that made me laugh um i have a lot of i i feel like there was oh okay here we go here we go. there's like one part where, where don is like trying to like okay I've, I've committed to the idea of the art i want to make and i want to make the art and i have mm-hmm. to like physically do it and she's like doesn't know how to like do that and it's, oh my like, god people, yeah the quote the quote i have highlighted is if only I could coax a fully formed vision of the project out of my head and the amount of times i have thought that to myself yeah. where i'm like i literally could see it in my brain if i could just like onto a onto yeah. whatever surface literally i'm currently working on yep because i like yeah you want to know something that's fucked up and mm-hmm. it's even more fucked up because i saw a tiktok earlier mm-hmm. i love someone this. was like when you don't express your emotions and you repress them and they just fester in your body, that's what you do when you think of creative ideas and you don't do them. Yeah. It literally it's the like the same thing as repressing your emotions. It gives you the same sick feeling in your stomach. And I'm yeah. like, well, fuck me. I'm guessing I gotta go draw now. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's this body of work that like haunts me that I like let like escape me in a way that like I knew I could do it, but I was also like self-conscious about it. And I didn't want to do it because it was a body, it was a body of work using literally my body. And I felt like so like gross about it. And it, I feel like Dawn, Dawn saying like, I wish I could just like close my eyes and like push this out of me. Yeah. Like we, I think, especially like you, like you're like a painter, you're an illustrator. Like I can't imagine how amazing it would be to be able to just like close your eyes and like do this. And then, like, pull your hand away. And it's, yeah, because, like, that's how it should work. And I'm sure that's, like, how certain people's brains work. They can, like, Mm -hmm. imagine it and, like, form it and do it. And I don't know how that works. Sometimes it makes me feel like when the people that you told me that, like, when you say, like, imagine an apple, close your eyes, imagine an apple. Like, yeah, yeah. It makes me feel like that. Like, I can't do that when I know I can. Well, this is the problem is I can see the apple in my head and I can't get it down on paper sometimes. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I knew it's not fun. when I realized that like this book had like a person experiencing art block, I was like, oh no. <laughs> an experience. Not an experience that I relate to. Please stop. 
Please make it stop. Um, otherwise, like I, I know I said I didn't like Lucas. I just feel like they just like were not meant for each other in a way that was like very evident. Yeah, and I think we also like caught this relationship at the literal tail end of it because that's what happens in a book like this. If someone's going to break up, you like catch them at the tail end of a relationship. Right. And I think it was good on Jay to not like Jay is a good friend because Jay didn't necessarily like feed into like, yeah, he sucks. He was just like, explain, like, tell me about it. Like, why do you think he sucks? Yeah. Why do you think you're not good? Like good for each other? No, I'm not flirting with your boyfriend. I'm sorry. You feel that way. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, no, it was literally like, I, yeah, it was very like, talk to each other. What do you have to say to each other? Okay. Let's talk about this. I feel like there was a lot of like relatable emotions, whether they like it's, you shouldn't be behaving like this, but it's related. Like it's understandable that you are because you're not equipped to deal with this. There's a lot of adult people who are not equipped to deal with the thing that is happening to them, which is like very realistic, very understandable. Um, Especially for someone who has religious trauma and has been basically disowned by their parents, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I have one more quote that I pulled that I don't, I think this is. Mm Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a oh no, this because this is this is when um towards the end before mm-hmm. the art show. But I think that there was like a lot of really good parallels too, just between like Don's experience with like gender presentation and also just like literally like having their art in the open. Because mm-hmm. it's like I mean, unless you're like in marketing and that is like strictly what you do. Yeah. And you were like fully detached creatively from art. It is just a tool to meet an ends. Mm-hmm. Cause I like can't think of like another art form. Like it was like fashion designers put their whole bussy into like their clothes. It'll be like a dress, it'll be a gorgeous yeah. dress. And they'll be like, this represents the trauma that I had when my aunt was attacked by bees when I was five. <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> Like that, it's very. No, like, you're not even, wrong. Yeah, but like the Lady like, Gaga talking about Joanne yeah. or Jolene or whatever the fuck yeah, her name, Joanne. I used yeah, this corseting because it represents my mother. Like, um, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, but um, I think that the like that parallel between like just being like extremely open about like who you are as like an mm-hmm. artist and also like gender presentation and like their sexuality and like was very like kind of beautifully woven together throughout the story. Mm -hmm. And it's like, again, like they're not having the best time with either of those things. It's really messy and they're struggling a lot with it, but it's like Mm -hmm. very, and the energy is similar, I think. Yeah. Um, But they're um, like towards the end, they're talking, they're talking to Jay and this is like not a direct quote, but it's just like from the narration, I guess. So this uh, quote from the book, uh, spoilers towards the end whatever um there's something beautiful about putting yourself out there when you don't know who's going to listen or care because one day someone will think it matters and that will be more powerful than anything (laughs) just like really hit me right in the heart it was like jay holding the little gun again (laughs) to my head this time yeah thank god um someone's gotta i think there was a lot of great characters mm -hmm. in this book um, mm-hmm. I think I, I think because I've had so many bad, uh, instances of 
men behaving like Lucas that um, I I think I'm just, just, he's designed for me to not like him regardless. And I really like Jay. I think the thing that happens to Jay obviously like sucks. And I think it's super relatable that to me that Dawn is like, this is my fault. This is my fault. This is my fault. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it really wasn't, but if anyone's fault, well, you know what? (laughs) It It kind of was though. What? It kind of was Dawn's fault. (laughs) Because Unpack she fucking gotten because she oh, saw yeah, these she, two yeah. douchebags wearing American flag shirts who were already like giving her friend group weird looks and then chose to confront them, yeah, call them out on their shit, and then leave the room, go to the bathroom and leave her friends alone. Mm. Like I would never say this if it was a real person. I mean, obviously, this is a real thing that has happened to people in the past. But yeah. I would not say this if I, someone was telling me the story, if I was talking to someone who experienced this. But these fictional characters that I read in a book that are not real people that this exact it, specific instance happened in this exact way, it was a little bit Don's fault. I'm just saying. But Don incited it <laughs> and then Lucas decided to fucking wink. <laughs> And blow kisses. Yeah. Um, was I think, there, were uh, they both not doing that? I think both of them were doing that. Like, yeah. I don't think, again, they're, they were, they're all younger. You know when you, you drive up to a stranger at the Silver Dollar, or Silver Diner, <laughs> and you honk at them, and then you, um, you throw finger guns at them, thinking it's your friend's car, and then it's not? Um, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of that was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think... The way that that situation is handled mm-hmm. is um, makes a lot of sense because Dawn is really stupid <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. The again, not stupid. Stupid's a bad word. Sorry. Naive, extremely yeah. naive. The I, I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. sweet summer child. Again, I'm just going to keep saying they're young because they just felt so young to me. There's like the part in the book where Dawn is like learning about the lavender scare mm-hmm. and like freaks out and he's like, has why is no one talking about this? Have you guys heard about this? You like, know people being afraid you, of queer people? Yo, did you know that the, like the way but like the way I have experienced that in real life so many times with younger gays, like Young queer people, I'm literally begging you to pick up a history book. I'm begging you to just simply pick up a single book that has even the most – read the Wikipedia page for – because, like, it was – I was like, how? Again – It's 2003. 2003. Grew up in a relatively conservative family, assumedly. But, like, you live in New York City. You're very, like – at least – not, like – no, queer. I would say queer. I think, like, yeah. despite all of the, like, nebulous, like, unsureness of, like, identity politics and stuff that's happening, mm-hmm. very decidedly queer in a specific, like, queer in some way, mm-hmm. to be like, have you guys heard about the lavender scare? Like, did you guys know that, like, gay people used to be, like, committed because it was a mental illness? Like, have you guys heard about that? Just, like, to me is, like, how do you not, how do you... How yeah. do you? It how, feels like fresh gay person shit. Yeah, that yeah. I was like, but I, but again, an extremely real experience that I've had multiple times with people, with younger people. So just more messy gays. Yeah, 
but it did make me laugh a little bit the way she, that she was responding to it. Like being like, have you guys heard about this? <laughs> and people died at Stonewall. No one died at Stonewall. No one died no at died. Stonewall. No, no one, one died. died. I feel like when I came out, I feel like also like the Apple Project Red thing had just come out. And I mm. it, like that was my personality for a while. It's like we need to donate money to AIDS research. Yeah. Gay people, my people died in the past. And it was like a really like big deal to me. <laughs> Which is like well, that's, that's fine. another thing. Well, it is yeah. a big deal. But yeah. that's the other thing is yeah. like people will be like, Did you know that like every gay person died? because of AIDS and now we're the only gay people and those like there's like gays in their like 60s who are like in the background like hey I fucking am alive yeah. you want me to talk about all my friends who died because I'll tell yeah. you because it's important no and you're be old like, be like every gay person died in the 80s and we had to restart in 1996 that's what happened yeah like I feel like that's how a lot of people when feel. Matthew Shepard died we all died it's like baby Literal, my sweet, my sweet baby. He was the last yeah. gay person to ever he was be alive. A, the last of us. Until Troy yeah. Sivan was born. Yeah, you know, it's true. I didn't realize I was gay until I heard Troy Sivan go, wee wee, a woo woo. A woo woo. French as hell, bitch. Yeah, I fucking um, hate that twink. <laughs> hate that twink. Um, respect that twink. He, at least he's the, he, at least he's not a false idol like Timothy Shalimar is. Oh, he's not gay even a little. He's too busy no. giving everyone no, NYU chlamydia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Why do you know that? I don't know. Which one of your internet monsters told you that? Yeah, ex- literally. Was exactly. it Glamour Toad? <laughs> Glamour Toad. Yeah, it was Ginger Minge. Yeah. Ginger um, Minge would share that information. No, but... um. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know why that that rant. I that was my last note. Was like LMAO Don learning with the lavender scare. This is fucking hilarious because it's like it just it really. I'm so sorry. I can't get over it. I can't get over it. I'm so maybe that was like a vehicle for that to like be a part of the book. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's important. I think it again, yeah. it's like an extremely real experience and it made sense. And hopefully, like people who I'm so sorry if I'm offending so many people right now <laughs> who are like, well, I didn't know what the lavender scare was. Go- look it up, research. Let's 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 get our little thinky caps up. Go to the local library. <laughs> Wait, what's the thing that people have been saying on the internet? Let's do some research, girl. Let's do some research. For real though, like kids, I'm like begging the younger generations to like simply do some research simply um, just do some research go to your local library ask your librarian for help go on the internet google some things go to the wikipedia don't read the well you can read the wikipedia article but the real secret is to go to the sources that the wikipedia article is using and then read those because that's the actual original source or it'll show you the original source like a book maybe or like a you could watch a movie even like you don't even have to read like i just i hey kids can i tell <laughs> so, you no, i turned okay. into a 45 year old yeah you did boomer in this episode because i'm like damn kids don't know their fucking history um someone tweeted at gina rodriguez you already know it's bad someone tweeted oh. at gina rodriguez on in 2016 yep mm-hmm. here's gina Please help a struggling Latina sister who can't afford to pay her tuition. Gina Rodriguez's response 
And yep. she was on like the head, she was like one of the heads of this, I think, um, committee that like basically helps people get tuition. Mm-hmm. Have you looked into the Hispanic Scholarship Fund? There's a few places to look for help, Mama. Let's research. Mama, let's research. Mama, let's research. Mama, open your purse. Mama, open your purse. <laughs> let's research. Mama. <laughs> I think Mama, let's research is so cutty. It's so funny. It's so rude. But it's very for like. For real? Prayers. Mama, let's research. Mama, let's research. And you know what? Dawn did. Don did do that. And she did. And she's learning. And she's yeah. better off for it. She's if better I had, because of it. If you asked me in 2003, if I knew what the lavender scare was, um, I would say, sir, this is a Wendy's. Um, I'd I'm say, 13. I'm 13. And this is a new school. And I'm scared. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> it didn't bother me as much. But it's also very amusing that it bothered you. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over these damn kids. What were these damn kids in 2003? <laughs> so funny. Sophie, that is so funny. <laughs> I love that this is making you feel so. A way. It's a, a truly a way. Um, mm. Also, usually I begin the episode by talking about this, but the book cover for End Papers is actually really cool. And I think that it also, like, at the end, you kind of understand, like, what this is supposed to represent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was really cool. I liked yeah. that. Seeing the project come together was really, I think, really interesting. Yes. And even, like, reading about it, like, sometimes I feel like the way that, like, art is described is, like, too straightforward and it feels bland. But I think yes. there was enough left to the imagination um, when describing, like, the work that was being created um, that, like, I could close my eyes and kind of, like, fill in some of the gaps myself. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think um, it helped that there was a visual aid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, on the cover. Yeah. The, on the cover. Um, I mean, not exact, but it was like, as like Don is working on their art, you can start to see how that like inspired the cover art. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really interesting. Um, I want to know, also, like, what pieces, like, what the the photograph of the person who I think is, uh, like, a, like that's an actual photograph versus, like, the illustration. I yeah. want to know who the photograph is of, because it looks like a still of Calvin Harris. <laughs> it might be. It's very funny. I don't think that's, like queer I don't like think that's what his lips look like. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have any other notes. Um, mm-hmm. My only, my only other note. Is mm-hmm. there was like a small scene that kind of like rippled out into like a lot of stuff that um again just like adding to Dawn's like experience with the gender, but the mm-hmm. scene where they go to the like the consignment shop or whatever and mm-hmm. they find like the wingtip shoes that she really wants. Oh, and then yeah. the like cashier, whoever is like, I think non- um, what's the word I'm looking for? Without malice is like, oh, are you doing like a costume? Because it just seems like very different from like the way that she is currently dressed. Yeah. And it like fully sends her into a spiral. And she's like, I don't want the fucking shoes anymore. I don't want like anything to do with them. She like freaks out. And then like later is like trying to dress mask and like has like the memory of that person saying that and like freaks out again. I don't know. It's just an extremely real experience. And I think mm-hmm. that, like, 
it is something that's like even more it's almost like more pervasive in like the queer community than anything else because I like not I feel like because it's like it feels I don't know maybe giving this person the benefit of that it feels like an mm-hmm. accidental slight yeah I feel like a lot of the time people will talk about like that kind of situation in regards to someone purposefully like trying to make someone feel bad about their gender expression, like a straight person or cis person trying to make someone feel bad about their gender expression. When Mm -hmm. a lot of the times it was an accident so much. Well, no, like that may be purposeful, but I feel like it's extreme, like so much more damaging when it's another queer person. Oh yeah. He's like, well, you're gay. So like, why would you be masculine? Or like, Oh, well you're like a lesbian. So like, why would you like be whatever kind of lesbian you hate yeah um it could go both ways like people are like oh well if you're like a lesbian you're a woman so you should be feminine or like well if you're a lesbian you should be butch like um that kind of like weird boxes that i think like queer people put other queer people into is like Mm -hmm. almost more damaging i think and I thought, like, that was such a small part of the book, but it, like, really, like, I think it, like, rippled through a lot of, like, what happens later on. Yeah. Because it it sticks it sticks with Dawn for literally the entire book. As, mm-hmm. And also as, like, a person that, like, I know that when I'm looking at someone, I just shouldn't assume, like, a gender at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I've done it in a way that, like, I feel like I'm the most embarrassed person on the planet at that point. Um. It's it and it as a queer like it's literally when it happens and the way that it it's like I'm a queer person I should know better like oh my god yeah and it's like a it's the but, worst it like I'm suffering from embarrassment because I did something stupid mm-hmm. and I think everyone feels the same way it's like everyone please check the box Brendan should be embarrassed yes no oh ever the audience <laughs> says yes it feels like that the music and the we're room all stops. mad here yeah at we're me? all yeah no <laughs> that. Um, um literally no that. again that's like it's like you because you said like you're like i'm a queer person so i shouldn't make that mistake because like babe you're raised in the same society as all these straight people yeah. you were given the same tools that they were growing up like you were told yeah. the same like boy is blue girl is pink mm-hmm. bullshit growing up so it's like we're given the same toolbox you know yeah and it's just like a matter of like being able to like break that kind of mentality it's extremely hard mm-hmm. um Especially too, like, I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, person in dress, like, yes. And it's like, mm-hmm. they're super feminine. So, like, femme thinks <laughs> she, her. No? Oh, brain go burr. You know this answer. You knew that already. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you, why is your brain going burr? You knew that. It's just like, oh, you're just being dumb. Like, that's what, that's mm-hmm. like the series of cycles of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. And then I hide under a shell for the next six weeks. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the main thing, just like generally how I like to like mental mentally think about it is just kind of like problem, especially if you, you've you're just it's accidental. Like if you mm. are speaking to someone and you use a gendered term or something that they don't like or don't and they literally just have to be like, actually, can you not And be like, yeah, totally moving on. Like it's mm. like not a th- it's like doesn't have to be a big deal, but it feels gargantuan. It feels like when all the music at the party stops and, <laughs> and everyone suddenly. is staring and literally everyone is staring at you, at least more than one the person and the person who's like, <gasps> like, yeah, everyone's like, there's a record scratch. Yeah, literally. And it's like, oh, great. And I'm I'm here as like someone's friend. So I've also embarrassed them. Yeah, well, I you haven't um, and you did not But I like 
I, I feel like I do that a lot because I am the way that I am. So I call everyone girl. Yeah. But like, no, but that's the thing. Like I call everyone girl. I call like everyone dude. I call everyone yeah. bro. Like those are general neutral terms in my head. But yeah. if I were to say that to someone like, oh, girl, and they yeah. were like, don't do, I don't like that. I'd be like, no to debt. You're not yeah. girl. And Dead. <laughs> yeah, you and that word it's not this weird we're not doing it anymore that's fine yeah moving on like it's like so yeah it's like whatever but mm. there is like well yeah there's like this pressure as like a queer person to be like i have to be pristine and perfect and i have to like make sure that i am like the like epitome of what is like mm-hmm. acceptance so that I, people will see this and understand it. it's like no yeah. we can be messy you yeah. Fuck up. It's cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> please let me. Whatever. Uh, please let me be a fuck please, up. I'm begging. Let me fuck up. Just, I just will have an aneurysm if, I, if I'm not allowed to fuck up. <laughs> um. Just once yeah, as a joke. Just once as a joke. Teehee. And the second time as a oops, oopsie. I'm still mm-hmm. dumb. Um. Oops, I'm still dumb. It's still oops, me. I'm still dumb. Um. It's so oops, I did it again. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think I had any other notes. I had a very enjoyable time reading this book. I think it came at the right time in mm-hmm. our lives. Um, also, this is a debut novel. Um, yeah, really gorgeous for a debut. True, gorgeous, like gorgeous ri- girls. Like, written, like the prose is written very well. Yes, absolutely. Prose are written mm-hmm. really well. The conversations about art, astounding. Um the added history of like queer people surviving during the Holocaust, like what families did, how mm-hmm. families had to behave in different places. Like it, it was just very interesting, lightly historical. Um, also felt like very realistic. Um, there's messy gay people in it. Um, and by gay people, I mean messy queer people. And also like, a, you know, just like in general, everyone's a mess. Yeah. So like complimentary. <clears throat> yeah. It's nice to not see uh, perfect queer people. It's nice to see queer people experiencing um, drama. <laughs> Adult drama. Adult drama. Oh. Yeah. Not high school drama? Not high school drama. Um, yeah, this is nice to read about adults. Uh, <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I would, I would recommend this book pretty much to anyone. I don't think that you have to be a... Jewish or queer or an artist to like this book, but it probably would help. Um, We're sure you're one of those things. Anyway, if you're one of those, you'll relate to the characters more, maybe just like feel more connected to the story. But I also Mm -hmm. think that it's just like a really like interesting story that's being told. And I think that like, it's something that more people should read. I don't know. I was, I really liked it. I think, I think it's a really good book. Yeah, I agree. Five stars. Boom, boom. Wow, fuck shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, five I'm stars? not giving star ratings. I if I like something, it's five stars. If I don't like something, it's one star. Uh, if it's like if I didn't like it, but I finished it anyway, it's like three, two and a half, three. Hmm. I don't, I don't think you've given five stars to anything we've read on the podcast in a while. Have I been giving star ratings to anything? Sometimes occasionally you do, and it'll it'll be like like a seven out of ten. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Scale out of 10 is probably. Mm, uh, okay, let's see. Like, I feel like you do that more. Like an 8 out of 10? Let's do an 8 out of 10. I'm going to go with five stars. 
Five stars? Okay. Yeah, I believe five stars from you. You said it once. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, I back that. I back yeah. that. It was good. Um, yeah. I think if you... So, if you're curious about the book we've been sp- speaking about, because... Um, Screaming you, about. You've just tuned into the episode now. Um, the book that we've been talking about today is called End Papers, and that is by Jennifer Severn Kelly. And um, this is their debut novel. Really interesting. It takes place in 2003. Um, don't read the um, the synopsis on the book sleeve. And skip the first three minutes of the episode where we read the synopsis to you. Yeah, I think it 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 covers too much of the book. <laughs> yeah, I would I would like to. I assume I always assume that the book sleeve is something that's done by the publisher, not the author themselves. Yeah. And I feel like they gave a little too much away. I, I think for me, just the cadence of like the events mentioned in the book sleeve are out of place. They're like not the right time frame. Yeah, it doesn't it seems like it makes it seem like one leads into another, it leads it. It's kind of there's multiple things happening. There's a lot of things yeah. being juggled at once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you've been listening to the Superlit Podcast. Oh my god, I didn't even talk about the lesbian pulp fiction. Oh my god. We'll have to do a bonus episode. Oh no, sorry everyone. If you want lesbians being pulp, um, let us know and we'll make a Patreon episode. Actually, I would love to read some lesbian pulp novels for Patreon, so... Only if you're reading them aloud. Oh. Mm-hmm. Something you'll, to consider. You'll have to get close to the microphone. I don't do ASMR. <laughs> I'm just going to put the microphone up to you. You can lay down and read them in bed. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> do the outro music, you son of a bitch. I need to talk about I'm just kidding. I'm going to go... Find some lesbian pulp novels to read. And you're not going to trick me into reading them. I know. I know your I'm games. Play it now. Play it now before you <laughs> 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 <laughs>